Welcome and thank you for joining us for yet another Hometime Podcast. We're going to do this one last time. It's, it's really childish. We're aware this is childish, but we can't stop doing it. Uh, we've come up with a little game called Ooh. Uh, and we present each other with scenarios. You have to do the best carry-on movie style, turn to camera and ooh that you possibly can. Depending on what the scenario is. It depends on the scenario. Yeah. You can play along at home. Here's your first scenario, Richie. Take it away. A friend has sat on some sun cream on the car and it's squirted all over your face and glasses. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Second scenario, oh, yeah. I like that one. Second scenario, uh, you're walking through the fruit and veg section at your local supermarket. Yeah, strong, From out the blue, a cucumber drops straight into the centre of your basket. Oh, <laughs> fruity. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Done now. I promise no more. <laughs> okay. So there won't even be one more at the end of the podcast. Let's just wait and see. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Sorry, Ben Burrell's left all the blind show. It's like a DOS house. <laughs> it really is. You're going to put them up. I mean, I know there's not much life left of the day, but it would be nice to see what there is. He's missing the best of the day. <laughs> he is indeed. I quite agree. Oh, it's beautiful. What a lovely sunset that is. Look at that. It's, lo- it's nice when you've got a window. Well done, Bush. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, now I see what you've done. Sorry, I just That's can't believe really it. That's really annoying. I fell for it. It was the first thing I told my other half, Katie, when I got in uh, from work last night, is that you rented a hotel room that didn't have a window. <laughs> Dying to find out how it went last night. Uh, look, I, I was asking for hotel hacks from you lot last night. It would be fair to report back. It was a 35-quid room. I thought I'd got myself a bargain. Devil's always in the detail in life. It said there was no window. I thought to myself, surely not. There can't be a hotel room with no window. There was no window. Literally no window. It was in the basement. Wow. Um, wow, so you were like subterranean. Subterranean, no window. Uh, there was no Corby trouser press. That was the number one tip from you lot to make toasted sandwiches in it. So I couldn't even have that fun. Damn. There was a picture of Marilyn Monroe on the wall that may or may not have come from a cheap shop somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, however, there was a bath. You had a, there was a bath in there, enough there room was. in that room for a bath. I know. Wow. So I had a bath and a shower this morning and made sure I used every single towel that was given to me to rinse every bit of value out of the room. Why did you have both? Why did you have a bath and a shower? Because I wanted to feel like I used everything <laughs> that I'd possibly paid for in that £35. And speaking of that, and here's the real clincher. Go on. There were six ginger nuts. Wow. And I had every single one of them for breakfast, as that also wasn't included. Uh, was it a nice ambience, at least? Was it nice, like, relaxing in there because of the fact that, you know, just you on your own, you can get your head down? There was no window. No window? No window, no fresh air. And around about midnight, when I still couldn't sleep, oh, and the air conditioning was sucking every little bit of moisture out of my mouth, and I was like... <laughs> No, it wasn't great. My favourite bit of our group, our home time WhatsApp group last night, is that you had to stop texting because you... you, My 20 minutes free Wi-Fi ran out. 20 minutes of Wi-Fi ran out, God bless him. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. It's the Home Time Show. It's Absolute Radio on a Thursday night. Kids, if you're listening to this and you're still in your school uniforms, get changed, your dirty stop-outs. Mm-hmm. Come on, it's nearly half four. What's going Isn't on? Isn't it great sometimes in life when the universe fights back for you and you don't have to do a thing? Uh, I was on a long-distance train journey uh, today and there were two lads sat across the aisle from me. They weren't doing anyone any harm other than 
talking very, very loudly all the way. Oh, getting a bit annoyed even thinking about but it. But it was quite a braggy conversation, and one of them particularly was going on about his mate who was doing some kind of acting thing, and he was going to be a big deal, big deal, all this kind of stuff. And it had been going on for about half an hour, and I was, I was like, oh, please be quiet. I don't need to be hearing this. It's one of those loud phone calls where you, you feel the carriage together almost want something bad to happen to him. Absolutely. Yeah, because the guy. We were, we were, we were all, not through choice, hearing the narrative of this conversation. And then the guy goes, he goes, I'm going to call him now. I'm going to call him now. I'm going to find out. I'll tell you the details and all this kind of thing. I'm thinking, no, oh, come on. Please. And then I realised where we were about to be on the journey. I'm thinking, oh, hang on. No, no, no. Do call him now because this is going to be brilliant. <laughs> so he starts ringing in and then you can hear that the bloke's picked up and he's like, oh, how are you? Yeah, I'm here with me, mate. You know how you're doing this thing and all this kind of stuff. What is it that you're doing? And the train plunges into a long tunnel. Yes. And I'm thinking, this is brilliant. This is absolutely <laughs> fantastic. And like, it only takes me about three seconds. He's going, oh, he's gone. He's done. It just dropped out. So he hadn't even realised we were in a tunnel. He was so consumed with himself. Your in-depth knowledge of trains allowed you to get quite excited about the fact that you knew that his signal was going to cut out because of that tunnel. It was brilliant. So it, I feel like it's, I don't know, is it comeuppance? Is that the word we're up here? Comeuppance? Yes, when the universe does it for you, you, you've you got that wonderful bit of comeuppance, but you haven't had to do a thing. Something else has happened and you've got what you wanted. So, well, maybe you've seen someone fall off their electric scooter as they've scooted <laughs> past you when you're commuting. Someone like that. that might be it for you. When the universe fights back and you don't have to do a thing. 8-12-15, get in touch now. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Rich. The Hometime Show on Absolute Radio. Music, bang average patter and traffic news on a Thursday night. I hope you're enjoying the tunes so far. Just heading past half four. Telling about that bloke uh, who was uh, chatting away on the train. His, his phone call curtailed by the tunnel. Uh, it was a great blessing for everybody. Uh, Simon tweets to say, Richie, the word you were groping for is schadenfreude. He's spot on. Schadenfreude. Dictionary definition, pleasure derived by someone uh, from another person's misfortune. When, when, when you look at it that, quite nasty, really. Weirdly <laughs> enough, though, the, the other word, that, or the phrase we're looking for, is just desserts. Yeah, yeah. Now, what does that mean? Because it's not spelt like desserts. Dessert. It's like a normal. If you have a dessert, mm-hmm. it's not spelled like that. No. What does it mean? He got his. He got his just desserts. <sighs> Custard pie. That's a dessert. He's got, got that in his face. But it's spelled different. Good point. So I, what, I don't even know where that word comes from. This is like a Sandy Toxvig job on it QI, is. isn't it? A little bit of QI going on here. <laughs> Text says, uh, this is from Grant and Grays. Guys, riding a pushbike in the middle of the guy, sorry, a guy riding a pushbike in the middle of the road in London was causing uh, traffic delays the other day. He then tries showing off to his friends by pulling a wheelie, but as he tries it, he lands and flips the curb and flies over his handlebars. Ha ha ha, made my day. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude, or indeed. Tesco Mobile's best ever Black Friday event. It's starting early, like now. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Tim in Birmingham has texted the show with uh, a nice little twist on the bloke that was uh, annoying me on my train earlier, who's, uh, whose phone call lost uh, when he went into a tunnel. Yes. Uh, says, I've seen these incidents so many times. Leaving Birmingham New Street, you hit a tunnel straight away. I think the same every time. Wait a few seconds and the call's gone. Then they, then they start trying to call again. Who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> the reason the phone's not working is because you're under a hill. I tell you what, though, it's a nice little chuckle for regular commuters, isn't it, eh? That's for sure. Meanwhile, tomorrow morning is a big morning. 
9am, tickets go on sale for our first ever home time club night. Yeah. 80s versus 90s live at Dingwalls in Camden. On Camden Lock, 13th of December, Friday. Get your tickets tomorrow morning. Now, obviously, there's going to be a battle royale going on between myself and Bush on stage. Me representing the 80s, Bush the 90s. Yes. Dueling DJs. And in this case, we really will be DJs because we're playing the tunes. That's right, we're playing the tunes. We're going to be up there. We want you to come down and have an amazing night. Maybe you've got, uh, haven't got any plans at the moment for your staff Christmas party. Yeah, I know. Come to our little club night. Yeah, just because we're having a battle, you guys can laugh at our expense. It should be a great night. Yeah. We, there is talk of a, of a, a T-shirt cannon firing out um, tea towels. I'll consider the T-shirt cannon once we've sold the tickets. We did We did discover they're about £700. They are indeed, yeah. We'll just see how we go with, with ticket sales. <laughs> but the key bit of information is this tomorrow morning. Absoluteradio.co.uk slash tickets. That's where you need to go from 9am to get your tickets. And do you know what? They start from a tenner. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. I've got to be honest, for full disclosure, uh, talking of comeuppance, I was walking along Turnpike Lane in North London this morning, texting and walking at the same time, and I walked straight into a lamppost. <laughs> I kind of had what I deserved, had what coming to me, do you know what I mean? Uh, and it was, it's really, but something about walking into a lamppost, which is just high farce, isn't it's it? It's cartoon. It's cartoon-esque. Uh, for me, the glasses didn't come off. I judge glasses loss as a glasses wearing fella <laughs> as the kind of benchmark for full calamity. If the glasses had come off, <laughs> I would have felt really, really bad about it. If things. it was proper cartoon, you would have left like an imprint of your body in the lamppost. Big old nose. <laughs> Big old nose and glasses there as well. People in parked uh, traffic as well just laughing at me. It was really embarrassing. But it did feel, like you say, a bit like my life has turned into a cartoon. I thought, why don't we have this as just a little bit of a discussion on the show tonight. Has something happened to you recently in your life that made you suspect that your life is actually turning into a cartoon. Does anybody ever, have you ever, trodden on a rake and it's gone up and smacked you straight in the face? Or have you ever have you ever actually slipped on a banana skin? Do people even slip on banana skins? Are banana skins slippy? I don't even know. I don't even... Actually, to be honest, Jan, who tweeted in earlier on about the fellow who cycled past her and, her bi- and his bike exploded, <laughs> that is... That's, that's cartoon. cartoon-esque as well. Maybe you've got in your car and slammed the door and all the wheels have fallen <laughs> off like a clown. <laughs> if it has happened to you, we want to hear from you this evening on the show. You can text us now, 8 12 15. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Thursday's home time. Come on. This is Bush and Richie. It's Absolute Radio. Get yourself over Absolute Radio. We're having a party right now. Uh, just about this, walked into a lamppost this morning whilst texting. Uh, I want to know, has something happened to you in your life recently that makes you suspect that everything's turning into a cartoon? Have you done something cartoon-like? Uh, immediate answer on the question as to whether banana skins are actually slippy. I'd be intrigued to know. Charles in Stebbing says there was a lad at school who slipped on a banana skin playing football at lunch. We'll never forget to this, uh, to this day, it was hilarious. However, he did dislocate his knee at the same time. Oh! So I think it's a definite yes. It's with those things stay with you. We had a lad in our school, right, who first day of school, we played a big game of football and he slipped over in dog poo. And he was known for the rest of my entire, right the way through to sick form, as Dogger. Because he slipped in dog poo. Poor lad. When he's slipping something, it stays with you. It does. Luke in Cambridge says, Evening, guys, about 20 years ago, a friend and I were chipping golf balls to each other in his garden. He thinned this one ball, thus sending it my way like a bullet. For some reason, I instinctively stuck out my club and the ball struck my club face and rocket straight into my nose. Clara everywhere. 
Uh, no name attached to this text, but it's great. Wheel came off my van and overtook me on the A406 in Woodford. <laughs> I love the idea of a wheel going ahead of you. Like. There's something about it, isn't it? Well, I'd, I'd rather it didn't happen to no, me, but I know point. what you mean. Carl says, me and my lad went camping and whilst cooking breakfast, lost an actual string of sausages to a Jack Russell. <laughs> uh, this one here says, hello chaps and chapettes, it's Sean in Canvey Island here. Back in January, I was refurbing my bathroom, found the floorboards were rotting, but before I had a chance to sort them, I fell through them up to my knees. <laughs> Two perfect feet holes in the boards. Terrific, he says. <laughs> and of course the feet appear to the people downstairs as well. It's like only fools and horses with the, the chandelier. Uh, Elliot, when did your life become a cartoon? So I went to clean up my daughter's bedroom the other day and um, she's notorious for leaving her drawers and cupboards open. So I go in, whack my knee on open drawer, bolt upright, get my head on open cupboard door... <laughs> And then, after all that, I fall backwards onto the dollhouse and then absolutely smash it everywhere. <laughs> Smashing a, a dollhouse makes you look like an angry giant as well at the end. I really like that bit. I don't know who was more upset, myself or her, when she got back. Elliot, is the doll, doll's house crushed in a way that would make it an insurance write-off? It is irreparable. Oh! There is, there is broken dolls, there's broken everything. Absolute carnage. So, I, I couldn't help yeah. noticing, though, in the background, of Richie, you point, uh, heard this as well, a lovely bit of indicator noise in the background. Yeah, about it's a car. classic indicator. Can we, can we have a bit of indicator, though? We love a bit of indicator noise on this show. Give, give us a little burst oh, of it. A oh, little... bit of left and a bit of right. That's nice. Does it sound different on each side, or are they both the same, both sides? No, let's try the headed light. I think it's about the same. It's it's a different rhythm, isn't it? Yeah. different rhythm to it. It's a monotone of Ford. Elliot, it's a great story and it'll also teach her to close those doors. Yes. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. This is Home Time. Yes. First evening, Bush and Ritchie on Absolute Radio. Uh, we've been talking about your life turning a bit cartoony. Uh, I walked into a lamppost this morning whilst texting, which was quite embarrassing. So, mm. something happened to you recently where you feel like it's turned into a cartoon. We've got Julie on the line. Julie, how has your life got cartoony recently? Uh, it was quite a few years ago and I decided to paint the side gate. Yep. And, and I've got a tin of Hammerite in my hand and on a garden chair right. which slipped as they do these plastic chairs yeah. and the whole tin of paint went completely over my head <laughs> black paint completely over my head but oh. my, my ex-husband at the time decided the best thing to do was to get the freezing cold hose pipe and hose me down so <laughs> I could get the paint out of my hair oh, oh Julie in hours or minutes how long until it was all back to normal <laughs> What do you do? What do you do if you get that amount of paint stuck in? I mean, you know, it's difficult well, to get off of your hands and clothes. How do you get it out of your hair? Well, hammerite is a nightmare, as you can imagine. Yeah. So it was very liquid and in a really hot shower. Oh, mate! <laughs> Just to try and get it out. My eyes are streaming everywhere. It was like, I'm, you know, I'm like, we're not going to hospital. I have to go any or something. It's just like. Uh. Either way, though, straight out of a cartoon, Tom and Jerry, right there. Absolutely. Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
Absolute Radio. Thursday night's home time. This is Bush and Ritchie on Absolute Radio. Uh, it's an honour to welcome to the home time show National Treasure Stephen Graham. National Treasure. Are you happy with National Treasure? <laughs> yeah, that's on. Right? Take yeah. it. <laughs> a bit like like the Jamie Edner Everidge or something. Yeah, that's <laughs> sweet. Yeah. Can we just <laughs> let the audience into a lovely treasure. thing that Stephen's done for us? Uh, it was amazing what he just did. <laughs> what you just did. <laughs> uh, obviously, the, you follow around by the press all the time. They just did a photo of the three of us. And then normally, what happens is when we're with a no, famous person. No, hang on, we did. It's not like I'm followed around by my own press. <laughs> not your own press. No, it's the fellas here that do the PR stuff and all that for user Absolute Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They take pictures with the three of us. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, we take a shot with the three of us. Yeah. And then... Uh, well... <laughs> what always happens then is, can we have one more, Stephen, just on your own there in front of the logo? And Stephen was like, no, 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 we've just done it with the boys. That's yeah, yeah. Know, we, we appreciate it's that. It's your show, do you know what I mean? What we're, a man. We're going to get tattoos done together after this. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to get told off once you've gone, but there we no, go. No, I we love it. Care, so I'll, I'll take the blame. <laughs> uh, we're always intrigued as to what people are doing at this time of the day. What would you be doing round about now? School runs or cooking tea? What would you be doing, Stephen? Well, I can't, I'd like to say cooking tea, but the missus won't let me get away with that one. <laughs> um, I, I'm normally, uh, now possibly maybe taking the dogs on another walk or waiting for Alfie to get back. And Grace, and then me and Alfie, because he's he's getting into his fitness now for his footy and all that. So we'll do the bikes round, we'll do a lap round, or getting our Grace ready for dance or something like that. Yeah, basically. How, how old is Alfie? How old is Alfie's you thirteen? Grace is fourteen. So you're doing like a one-to-one dad uh, sports coaching? That's been going on. We do a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember no, my dad. I'm not did... one of them competitive dads or nothing. Yeah, not yeah. with me son. No, no. <laughs> But it pays off. Do you go to because Richie goes to watch his lad plays cricket and stuff? Do you, do you go and watch the games when he's in his playing for? Yeah, I help, I help out. I, I help coach them. Um, do you? Yeah, I get involved. Yeah, I get involved. Yeah, I'm gonna do my badges and that. Yeah, Fantastic. I get, yeah, Brilliant. I get involved. And they're great little sides. You know what I mean? Ibstock United. Johnny's our manager, uh, and I just I help out with the coaching side. Of it. What is your managerial style if you're going to compare yourself to a current football manager, Stephen? I get very enthusiastic. <laughs> A little bit cloppy, I reckon. A little bit cloppy, a little bit cloppy. I shout, but not in a horrible, you know, just to give them confidence. And if they do something great, I'll whistle and I'll shout. I'll, I'll shout like, Jack, 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 Jack. And, it, and he'll Jack will turn and see me and I'll go, brilliant, that lad's absolutely brilliant. But I want everyone else on the pitch to hear that. I'm, I'm supporting my teams, you know what I mean? These are my boys. Totally. You're obviously a big Liverpool fan, which we know. I am, yeah. Um, something yeah. that you've been previously in, how does it stack up being a Liverpool fan but playing Billy Bremner in the Damned United? It was, uh, what it was for that, that was a great experience, you know, and it was me, there was Martin Compton, um, yeah. and, and po- there, was a, there was a group of us, uh, little, little Joe as well, there was a group of us, um, and we were just... We were a lot of actors that love footy, so we got to kick about, you know, and we got to play footy most of the time. That was great. Um, and the thing was, when I did the research, because he was a bit before my time, do you know what I mean? And then I seen that he knocked Kevin Keegan out and all that on the <laughs> FA Cup. And, <laughs> and then and then I looked in the script and realised we were going to create that moment. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> right, here we go. Right, Stephen, stay right there. We've got to talk about your new film, The Irishman. It's brilliant, and we will chat about it next. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Hometime with Bush and Ritchie and star of The Irishman, new movie, Stephen Graham still with us. Stephen, we were chatting football earlier. Um, you, you said how you got to put one on Kevin Keegan in The Damned United. Now in this film, you've knocked out Al Pacino. Yes. Yeah, it's a bit, yeah, yeah, it's a bit, yeah. Well, not not, not him, because he's 75, do you know what I mean? But, yeah, but sure. The stuntman. Yeah. The stuntman. But, you know, yeah, it was a, yeah, it was an amazing, 
Yeah, it was a couple of good... And then he jumps at me in the next scene. Yeah, he levels it out a little <laughs> yeah, bit. he levels yeah. it out. Yeah. But in terms of like when, when you're, you're growing up and you're dreaming about becoming an actor, you, the, the Irishman must be in terms of what that dream m- might it's be. It's my Champions League final. It is. You're, not, you're an Evertonian, aren't you? Don't say what you're... <laughs> what are you going to say? I was just saying, you know... as. We're going to educate I him what the Champions League is. As you know, but you don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean that. You're, Couldn't you're, resist. Yeah, but it was my, you know, that was my Champions League fan. And like you say, Neil, you know, as a kid growing up, it was never even, I couldn't fathom it. It was beyond my wildest dreams to, to one, ever meet these people, two, ever get to talk to them, and three, to be in a scene with them as an actor. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it was beyond my the, capabilities. The, the weird thing is, is like, as, as someone who cherished heat, which was amazing. I was looking at your career and come 95 when Heat was out and Pacino and, oh, and De Niro doing it. <laughs> I'll tell you what you'd done. <laughs> what was I'll tell you what you'd done. You'd done, you'd done a couple of episodes of Children's Ward. Yeah. And you'd done I was going to say, was I setting fire to an Aussie or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's what I did, yeah. But the so point being is like... Being, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if someone had said to you after after that, I mean... No. What would you have... No, you, no, you'd have you just would, laughed. Never, yeah, you, and you never think that those things are possible, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then obviously there's there's been look, look, there's been amazing British actors that have that have done big, massive American films and stuff like that. And and for me, one of my main heroes was Gary Oldman. Do you know what I mean? Who, who yeah. I looked up to massively, and I still do. And I think he's a wonderful actor. But he showed that you can actually go over there and and do it and make something. Do you know what I mean? And 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 become become an actor in in your own right over there as well in that respect. But for me, it was just like. I'm from Liverpool. I don't, you know, uh, I want to be an actor, and and my my main ambition was never to be famous or successful in that respect. It was just to be able to do this t- as a career. Do you know what I mean? To yeah. be able to make enough to to pay me rent or you know get a little house and stuff like that, get a mortgage. And so you've done some huge stuff, and you know your star is rising and rising and rising. Have you ever been tempted or been have, have you ever been advised maybe you need to move to Hollywood now, Stephen, all no, that kind of thing? No, 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 I'm. I'm Getting vitamin B injections in your backside on a Wednesday. I've had one of them actually. Have you? They are boss. What do they do? They just charge you, really charge you. <laughs> it's like having about seventy-five Red Bulls in one go. Right, Stephen. If you can hang around for five more minutes, there's a lot more we need to know about the Irishman. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hometime on a Thursday night. Before we let you go, Stephen, we've got to ask you what it was like on the set of The Irishman. The stars in it, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci. You must have done something really banal and normal, like let Joe Pesci borrow your mobile phone charge or something with one of them. He asked, because he, he's, he's got his own chef and that, and he asked me, didn't he? He was like, yeah, do you want to come and have a little bite to eat? My I was like... Yeah, okay then. Yeah. He's got his own chef. What do you, you get, Have you got he, your own chef? He has, no, he, don't say it. Get like your that. own chef. No, Steve. he has dietary requirements. You know what I mean? And, oh right. And so he has. He had his own chef, and, and I had a little bit of scram with him and stuff. And but it was just what what amazed me the most was the how accommodating they were to me, but also you know how generous they were as actors. And these are legends, do you know what I mean? Let's be honest. These are Ian Rush's, Kenny Daglish, Robbie Fowler's. Do you know Stop what I mean? this! Stop this! Steve. Is that enough legends there? These are legends, yeah. And and to be in their company and just how, how lovely they were. Did you learn anything from them? I learned so much from them. Do you know what I mean? So much from them. I, I think every day is a school day, personally. Do you know what I mean? If and 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 yeah, I phoned Anna before I had that big scene in the prison with 
Al Pacino where we first meet the first time and, I, and my bottle had gone do you know what I mean I was like I don't know if I can do this I don't know and she was like look don't be silly you, you, you've earned the right to be there mm. Marty wants you there you've had a couple of days you know what you're doing and I was like do you think so and she was like yeah you'll be fine don't worry you'll be fine just relax and enjoy it and then I was like yeah, I'm Spartacus. Yeah. I'm Spartacus. <laughs> well, listen, so The Irishman, go and see it. It's an interesting movie in that... Um, I mean, what's your view with the whole Netflix thing? It's great that they're making some great stuff. Yeah, of course. You know I mean? And, you know, and let's be honest, this film, I think Marty tried to get it made about 15 years ago, maybe a little bit longer, or around that kind of time, and no studio would go near it kind of thing. But if it wasn't for Netflix this film wouldn't have been made mm. do you know what I mean so there's stories out there that need to be told yeah. and thankfully it creates a platform and an environment where these kind of films can be made well you're a very humble man saying I can't believe I'm in it because I, I think we all agree you've had quite a few Champions League finals and we get the chance to see it cinema very soon over the next few days yeah that'd be the best yeah. way to go and see it and then of course we can see it at our leisure at home at Netflix yeah and you can always have a brew and stop and go and have a wee and all that you know, and they'll <laughs> break it up a little bit <laughs> yeah uh, Stephen Graham thank you so much oh it's a pleasure thank you very much thanks for having me lads The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. if you're listening it's probably not home time anymore but we can't be bothered to think of a new name Absolute radio. Well, here we are. The podcast has ended. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. I feel like Stephen Graham might want to not be on the show anymore, having heard that. <laughs> there's going to be, there's no more. We won't do any, not going to do any more. I feel like we've peaked there with the sun cream and that. Unless, okay. Unless there's any other ones. I've got one. Have you got one? Because yeah. I haven't got any more left, you see. Yeah. Uh, friend of yours has uh, been over to your house, a lovely. Uh, dinner, yeah. have a cup of tea and that and they're just uh, just leaving you're still in the hallway saying thanks for coming over and they go down to pick up their bag <laughs> <laughs> I love it, it's like the carry on movies are back, I can see what's about to happen <laughs> split their trousers split their trousers <laughs> I would go oh I say <laughs> you split your difference <laughs> You'll never, ever, ever hear it again. That's it. That is literally it. I'm really sorry. (laughs)